fundamentalists our take on weird shit in the South Asian community. We stopped counting episodes, which is good because now that means we've done so many episodes that we can't keep track. Or we haven't done one in so long we forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Bad news is we still suck at like advertising and branding. So uh, if you haven't listened to our last episode, please do because we (laughs) forgot to post it and uh, tweet about it and Instagram about it. Um, But we're back and we promise yet again to try to do this with some sort of semi-regularity. Yep. Um, good news is there's a lot of weird shit going on that we'd like to give our take on, so yes. we'll probably have a lot of opportunities. My name's Mahek. I'm Faiza. Not Mahek, <laughs> just one minute in. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to talk about, yes. obviously, in the world. Um, something that we've been wanting to talk about for several weeks, though, is the murder, assassination, cold-blood killing of uh, Kandil Baloch. So Kandil was a Pakistani blogger, a social media personality. I've heard a lot of people compare her to Kim Kardashian, saying right. she's the Kim Kardashian but she's really I don't not, get it. I don't, like, I don't get the uh, I don't get it similarities either. there, the analogy there, because yeah. she, Kim K... Forget Kim K, but Gabriel Baloch came from a very poor rural family, has a very um, kind of heart-wrenching backstory, and she made herself into this basically social media sensation. And yeah. That's probably the only similarity that she's... But even Kim K but didn't, like, like, start on social media. Start, yeah. She started as, like, a stylist. Right. Um, maybe it's just because they're both, like, provocative. I don't... Yeah. Are, are our... Um, explanations of people really that superficial. I, I think it's just a way to, it's a much more digestible way to describe her yeah. for Western audiences. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, for a lot of people, it's just easier to think of it that way instead of like what she yeah. really was. I think, I think not that I, I, I feel like Kim K doesn't get the credit she deserves for what she's done and how One she's One of totally, the smartest broads. She's fucking savvy as fuck and I will fight people on On that. the front page of, not even her, bro, Kylie? Kylie and I share a birthday Meanwhile, she's racking up $8 million like a second because people like the makeup she wore, so she created her own makeup. Like, just like the one meme that I like, she just got lips like last year, and people are buying lipstick from her. It's crazy. Right. Got Maybach for her birthday. Tyga wears mine. Um, back to the Kandil. topic ahead. Yeah, yeah, right. raining, raining ourselves We're in. Raining ourselves in. Um, um, so, like Faisa was saying, Kandil came from, like, this really small, um, uh, I don't want to say impoverished, but definitely not one of, like, the sexier capitals in Pakistan. Right. She came from Dera Ghazi Khan, um, very, very much so a working class family. And she did a lot of work. She didn't just grow up and start doing social media from right. day one. She did a lot of, like, odds and ends kind of jobs that people in Pakistan, women in Pakistan, don't really even do. She mm-hmm. did some tailoring. She did some, like, waitressing stuff. She did a lot um, of different things, and it just wasn't cutting it. So... She started doing, um, I actually don't know what exactly she started with, but she kind of blew up with these YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely meant to be sensational. It was definitely meant to, like, get people's attention. It was very much clickbait. Um, One of the ones she was most famous for was when, I think, the T20 match was happening. And Boxone was playing cricket. She was like, oh, if we win, like, I'm going to give XYZ a lap dance or some (laughs) weird shit. I thought it was going in a much (laughs) more... uh, Provocative direction. <laughs> Lap dance is like the last. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Slow clap for the deal. Um, so anyway, she 
kind of did this. She was very well known, and uh, she was murdered by her brother. Um, I want to say like a month ago, mm-hmm. a couple weeks, maybe even like just two weeks prior to getting married or murdered, she had reached out to this leading cleric in Pakistan. Clerics in Pakistan, by the way, are like the most made-up group of people oh, yeah. ever uh, yeah, in the yeah. world. Like you, all you have to do is say Bismillah, and people will come to you and learn Quran. It's uh, a disgusting uh, racket basically, and Mm -hmm. it's all exploiting people's fears, and um, it's all just like a money-making scheme. But anyway, she reached out to this cleric. He was on the committee for um, moon sighting in Pakistan, the Ruah Hilal committee, and she had reached out to him like, I have some questions. I want to meet with you, you know, Mm -hmm. talk to me about Islam. She goes to his hotel. She, like, takes some selfies with him. She's not, like, sitting in his lap. She's not making out with him. I get it. Maybe you shouldn't take a selfie with, like, a priest. or. But also, like, he was in the picture and smiling. She wasn't, like, taking these secret... You know who she is. You agreed to meet with her. Why would you meet with her in a hotel room? Why wouldn't you go to a restaurant, a masjid? I don't know, cleric man. lobby of the hotel exactly exactly so um then obviously she posted those pictures because that's clicks for her that's money for her presumably and uh the world went wild and the cleric went wild (laughs) and they kicked him off the committee which i'm sure is unfortunate um but then he was like really pissed and he was speaking out against her and meanwhile the entire Pakistani community, including the Pakistani diaspora, is talking so much trash about her. She's a whore. She's X Y. Like bashing her, making fun of her. Typical conversation that surrounds women who are comfortable with their sexuality. Um, so that entire time, this is happening. Then she dies. Her her brother kills her. He says she was uh, bringing shame to their family. She was. Um, uh, embarrassing them or her right, actions. That he were. was getting text messages and uh, of like basically screenshots. His friends were sending him. Yeah, like, how can you let your, your sister, sister do that? Right? Yeah, yeah, and provoked him into yeah. her. Yeah, but there are reports that he like drugged her. He first, drugged her, and drugged her parents and yeah. her, and then right. killed her. Um, and then after that, like the script kind of flipped. Then there's all these editorials and all these op-eds and all these blog posts about, oh my God, she was like fighting for human rights and she was fighting for women's rights. And like, I'm glad we can come to that realization after the fact, but I don't understand why it's only in death that people are martyred. And I, so I understand that point, but I feel like this is not uncommon, right? This is not no. something that is specific to Pakistan or the South Asian diaspora. Right. This is something that we contend with every single day with, like, gun violence. And yes. It isn't until some shit goes down where we all, we all, like, clutch our pearls and, like, holy shit, how did we let this happen? But then nothing actually changed. For two days. Is, right. And now she's off the map again. Right. Which is exactly what happened in this instance where, like, you know, we've been, Pakistan um, activists there have been fighting for this honor-killing Banned. I don't know why this hasn't been banned before, but this law to um, enforce, like, you know, prosecution of honor killings and, and basically outlawing it for years. And now with her death and the international outcry around it, Nawaz Sharif's daughter comes out and is like, oh, it's been passed, right? My this dude, Nawaz Sharif, doesn't even stay in the country for more right. than two weeks at a time, yeah. please. So it's really just paying up service, yeah. service to it and be like, okay, we're not that terrible but you know these people were complicit in her death as well um i think there's one thing to be like okay you can make fun of her absolutely because she was she knew she was good like you don't do this stuff without in in especially in a country like Pakistan, 
without knowing like, knowing that you're going to get this. And that's what backlash, that's right? what her fortune came from, right? right? The fact that she was so provocative, right? And you know, this is this people were sharing it to be like, look at this, this is hilarious, blah blah blah. Um, if, to me, like I, I didn't know anything about Gundil really, unless aside from like a couple of mentions that I would see on Facebook, but never really actually paid attention to, yeah. and, until after her death. And then I, I mean, which is kind of like more of a curiosity, went on her Instagram and was like, this is so milk toast. Like coming, I don't know, maybe it's yeah. Gonna, "Quote unquote, more sexually liberated society," but this was like this is what people are getting. So it's shocking. About. It's weird. Only <laughs> under the umbrella of South Asian yes, society, right. right? And so, like looking at it that lens, yes, I can see how provocative. Why this is provocative, and why people were like up in arms like, about this. I think the difference between like making fun of her or like sharing it to kind of in in an attempt to ridicule her is very different from like the death threats she was getting and totally. people telling her is people saying you're a whore or I would take you know, it like, a step further than that. I don't even think violence needs to be threatened for it to become like crossing the line, right? right? Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think you can absolutely like everybody has the right to say this is whack to me or I don't right. know, like she looks corny here, she looks fake or whatever. Yeah. She's not whatever you want to say, like you can say that. But I think where the turning point comes in these honor killing kind of things is when you try to project your morality like like as a Pakistani girl how can she do this and so many people the conversation was how can her parents let her do this right. like yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. you may not mean it and it may just be like this exaggeration this like rhetoric that comes naturally to us now because of the society we're in but like it's so damaging and that's what gives people the justification to go out and do it because they take that shit literally they're like you're right how could i let my daughter right which is i mean what happened with this brother right he got these stuck i'm sure he was happy when she was putting food on his plate right yeah she put clothes on his back she was providing for this family of 16 her parents were fine with it but that's actually the most interesting part of right. this story, that coming from such an uneducated working-class family, yeah. her parents to this day come out and say, stand our son up in yeah. the middle of the street and gun him down. Right. What he did was unequivocally wrong. Right. We had no issue with it. She was supporting us. You know, She was getting her brothers and sisters married. Like, yeah. and She I was think, putting in work. Right, and I, I think it's undisputed that misogyny and sexism crosses... Those kinds of boundaries, classism, you know, class yeah. and social standing and education, it, it definitely crosses that. I mean, I've, like, when I'm really frustrated with certain family members, I'm like, we're just burning the kijah. Like, we're yeah. just educated, yeah. like, animals. Like, yeah. we, you know, yeah. we say really stupid things yeah. to our daughters and, yeah. and hold these hold, like, yes. these old-ass cultural traditions for what? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no reason for it yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in this case... We really, you know, like these people put the tool in his hand, right? You put, you helped him get that drug. You yeah. helped him put it in her jive. Yeah. You helped him put a pillow over her face yeah. with these death threats, with, you know, the slut shaming yeah. and, you know, like, I feel like it's, there, I don't see things getting no. better. And that's, I think that's the most damaging part of this entire, like, phenomenon, especially this, um, the complete lack, or I shouldn't say complete lack, that's mean, um, the disturbing lack of women's rights in South Asia and this culture of honor killing and stuff, the most disturbing part of it is that you know you can't stop people from being barbaric animals you can't stop murderers from killing you can't stop thieves from stealing but you can at least put into place like 
rules to govern your society. There are still going to be rule breakers, but at least then they hopefully become the exception rather than the norm. And that's what just doesn't exist currently. Like you said, there's a lot of lip service. Even that um, documentary that was made by Shermin uh, Mm -hmm. Chinoy, The Girl in the River, the most jarring part of that to me is not what she says, is not what like the story itself the most jarring part is those few minutes where she interviews the girl's father who's like i would fucking do it again like i did the right thing everybody sees me on the street and they know i'm a man of honor they know that like i'm a man who should be respected because i shut that down and what was her crime running away to marry the person her parents had agreed for her to marry (laughs) So, like, that conversation where I did, yes, I committed a crime, but I did the right thing, and people will give me props for it, that's crazy. Right, and her brother came forward, and he still stands by his decision to murder his sister, and um, he's happy he did it, and he would do it again. And mind you, he's a drug addict himself, right? Can't hold down a job, like... Because his dumbass boys on the side are probably like, bruh, tuck ya Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of this documentary that I watched. I took this class. It was called Third World, Third World <coughs> Feminism, which is already kind of like a fucked up title for yeah, a class, right? Yeah, fine. Um, and this professor was just very much prejudiced and biased. Uh, but besides that, she showed us this one um, documentary about um, just like laws in Pakistan, not necessarily Sharia, but just kind of like the uh, the status the of how the status of women declined um, precipitously after Ziel Hub General Ziel. Mm-hmm came into power and mm-hmm. into Sharia law, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they interviewed this one judge who had sentenced this... Which, hold on, girl. for a second, can we just pause and take a moment to absorb the fact that the women's rights dropped precipitously after he implemented Sharia law right. based on Islam, which was yeah. actually created to uphold women's rights? Right. Where's the disconnect? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, this judge had just sentenced this 14-year-old girl who had been gang-raped to prison for adultery, which is part of the Zinna ordinance, right? This, mm-hmm. like, unless you can pr- produce this many mm-hmm. male witnesses to a rape, it's considered adultery, um, which is a perverse interpretation of a... Uh, a made-up... Yeah. It's a made-up interpretation. It has right. no grounding uh, in anything. Islamic law. Yeah. Um, I can't... Whatever. 72 times. Like, okay, anyway. But... Um, so she, you know, they ask him, like, what, why did you, why did you convict this 14-year-old girl of adultery when she's 14 years old, she couldn't have really consented, and there were other witnesses, like, you know, witnesses and families yeah. that she had been gang raped or whatever. And he said, because she had, um, she was known for being promiscuous at 14 years old. Yeah. This girl was known for being promiscuous, yeah. so she kind of pretty much, pretty much brought it upon yeah. herself, right? yeah. Um, and this, I, I really want to make it very clear that this is not just happening in South Asian countries. No. Just a few months ago, yes. a, a Brock Turner, fucking Turner. Brock Turner. That's what's afraid. so crazy, Faisa, right? because it's very easy for us to sit here in like the Northeast in our liberal bubbles where we're like drinking macchiatos and cold <laughs> brew and shit right. and say those people over there are so crazy, even if it's those people who happen to have the same lineage that we do, yeah. right? It's still very easy for us to look and say that's crazy. Right. Brock Turner in California, his a- attorney brought up the same exact mm-hmm. arguments. How much were you drinking? Right, what were you How, What other relationships have you had in your life? Like, that's so You were, sen- you were sending subjective text messages to your boyfriend. Yeah, it's your fucking crazy. boyfriend. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And I can't imagine. 
how much of a mind F that must be for the victim sitting there to like go through that. Because again, you can't write it off as these illiterate SOBs. Right. You know, they're just stupid. They don't know anything. This is probably a highly educated, highly accomplished attorney who is making you feel like shit for what? The fucking judge. He was convicted. He was convicted. And you, your only fucking judge, you had one job, judge. To sentence this dude to pay for his crime, yeah. right? Yeah. But what did you say? We have mandatory sentencing for stupid drug offenses, right. but yes, thank you. It's right? cool, subjective. We'll right. see. Yeah. How and, I feel. and if you're, if you're, you know, really good swimmer, if you're uh, accomplished yeah. athlete, then yeah. yeah, yeah. What did her? What did his dad say? It's 15 minutes of a mistake shouldn't yeah. like determine his entire, his entire life. I'm sorry. He won't. He that's, won't need his stake that's anymore. Life. <laughs> that's life, baby. Yeah. That's life. Right. You make a mistake, and sometimes it eps up your entire life for less, yes. right? Yes. People have paid for with their for no, lives sometimes for, for nothing for nothing, right? right. Yeah, um, and we can get into the whole Black Lives Matter, but this is not that much. No, no. Um, so I yeah, so that's one thing. I, this is not Pakistan bashing. This is not Islam bashing. This is not like, South Asia bashing. bashing. Yeah. This is like we have a very it, like the, the there are parallels to Western culture. It is not. Um, confined to yeah. any one religion, ethnicity, culture. Although there were reports very recently of a gang rape in India and the same group of guys who had been convicted of raping a girl before were convicted of uh-huh. raping her again. Yeah. So that's some next level newness yeah. that I wasn't sure. That's a little it just I, I was telling a friend of mine, not just like last week I think I was talking to her um, and I was like, I have noticed how like on a the older I get, I thought I'd kind of mellow out a little bit more with like my like feminist whatever. But I've actually become more enraged and more angry and like more of a misandrist because I genuinely am starting to really distrust. I'm very skeptical and cynical of men in general because they're fucking animals. They Whether they realize like, it or not, right? right? I don't. I don't even think every guy understands the extent to which their privilege is built into every single aspect of society. I don't care if you're in the East. I don't care if you're in the West. We talk so much shit sitting here in the States. We are still making 70 cents to the dollar. That's crazy. If you think about history, the time that has passed since we got the chance to vote or Mm -hmm. the opportunity to vote, like... That stuff is still so, so, so crazy to me. Right. So crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I remember it was like last year, a year and a half ago, I was talking to a couple of guy friends of mine, and I was leaving their place, to, and I was taking the train back, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm taking the train back late. That's so annoying. Like, I hope, you know, I got to, like, you know, start planning what yeah. I'm going to do if somebody attacks yeah. me. And they're like, oh, wow, we never... Yeah, like, you put your keys in between your knuckles, and, you know, you're on high alert, and they're like, we never have to think about that stuff. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, this is a daily occurrence. This is not, like, it's so ingrained in me that, like, when I step outside and it's dusk, I'm on high alert. That's just my life. And if I see a group of guys on one corner, I will cross the street just to avoid it. And that's not even, like, a gassing yourself up thing, right? Like, I'm so hot, they're going to come. But it's just, it's a reality. And that's what I'm saying, like, I don't even think every single guy is such a sociopath that's, right. like, taking advantage of it. I think so many of them don't even realize because they don't even they think don't, about it. They don't think about they it. They think it about doesn't it. occur to them. It doesn't, doesn't cross their mind because also women don't talk about it, right? right. Like, 
like you said, your guy friends were so surprised because yeah. they were with you. But if right. they hadn't been with you, it's not like you would go home and be like, yo, guys, let me tell you, yeah. I went out and this is how I was holding right. my keys. Like, we just don't talk about it because it's so commonplace. Right. It is. It's incredibly common. Like, I, I don't have to say this. It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter, like, you know, what time it is. It doesn't matter what like, you're saying. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're drinking. It right. doesn't matter what you're smoking. Right. Like, it's... It's crazy. Uh, yeah, and I think that goes into a larger conversation of just like, you know, how, how you mentioned like the treatment of women in general, like 77 cents on the dollar and like just the rhetoric around women in sports right now, like the Olympics are going around and how like this, that swimmer who won gold and they were like, oh, it's because of her husband. He's her coach. Like that's the man who made it happen. Not the bitch in the water. Yeah. But her husband. Yeah. Who's, like, who's now one of like the best swimmers in the world. Right. But let's not yeah. call a spade a spade, yeah, please. Exactly. And then on top of that, he's actually <coughs> an incredibly controversial figure in the swimming world because he has been called out for being incredibly abu- verbally abusive towards her yeah. and goes crazy during swim meets and things like that. Like he's been videotaped. Yeah. Probably not a great idea and to have your spouse yeah. uh, coach you, but okay. Um, or just like the way we talk about women's bodies, right? Like, oh, she she swims like a man, or yeah. she probably gets she gets higher on the vault uh, yeah. than a man, or like she's the Michael like Simone Biles, she's the yeah. Michael Phelps. So do you yeah. say bolt of gymnastics? Yeah. You're like, no, yeah. no, she's first. Simone Biles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then the way we talk, like, just constantly comparing them to like men's feats yeah. and who, like, it's it, Michael Phelps. You don't talk about his coach. I don't know his coach's name, right? I don't know anything about his coach or what he like. Yeah, anyone who supports him, yeah. right? Yeah. So who he looks like when he's swimming. Right, or, or like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, his accomplishments are his alone. But yeah. when it's women... As well they should be. Like, absolutely. in his own right, he's a fantastic right? athlete. I don't care who his coach is. Yeah. But when it comes to women, it's like, who is responsible for this woman's Yeah, dreams? how did she get there? Automatically, like, who, how did she get there? Yeah. Who, who helped this? her? What dude helped this? her? Yeah. Who's paying for yeah. this? That's why, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with the Kardashians I still think that entire world is a little too trippy to digest but the one thing you have to have to have to give them props for is they are self-made like bosses insane yeah. hustler bosses she took and something that was should have shamed her into the fucking ground and turn it into a multi-million dollar And it dollar wasn't empire. just her. Every her single woman. Funny. Like, her... Kris Jenner, I think, is a little bit crazy. Oh, she's absolutely A little crazy. bit sociopathic. Yeah. Like, a, I, whatever. But the way her brain works, the financial business yeah. savvy on that woman, yeah. she turned each one of her daughters into walking money machines. Yeah. And you can say you don't agree with it. You can say that they're getting paid for their bodies. Whatever it is, yeah, but you take they are you, making right. money. Like, everything they touch is gold you because take, you of their financial the you're dealt, right? You know, If you're going to commodify my body, I'm going to make sure I get a stake in it. I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm making the most off right. of it. Are yeah. you kidding me? Before yeah. you leak nudes of me, yeah. I'm going to go do right. it. And I'm going to get paid stupid money right. to do it. Yeah. Why it's the fuck crazy. not? Right? Why not? And that's what people... And there's a... Uh, or season one, True Detective fans, there was a great, great quote when he... Um, they go to this whorehouse, this bunny ranch, off, yeah. uh, like in Vegas off, or in Nevada somewhere, and... He's like the the detect- one of the detectives is just like totally disgusted and he's like oh, how, do you, how can you do this to these girls and she's like and that's what men don't like prostitution because it yeah. gives women the power right it, yeah. like they're the ones making the money now yeah. it's a business transaction yeah. and you have to pay money for it yeah like, I, like, totally this is a really quick aside but um, my third year uh, or my second year of law school I did this uh, clinic and we were doing field work in South Africa to look at. Um, 
decriminalization of sex work there. And prior to that, I had never researched that. I had never looked into the human rights of that field. So in my head, it was all prostitution is involuntary, right? Mm -hmm. All sex work is involuntary because why would you want to do it? And we went there and we met these women who were like princesses of like legit princess. Like they were like, oh, my father's the prince of this village or whatever. And she was like, I just wanted to make money and like I can control my life and I enjoy it. I don't understand why my legitimate work should be criminalized. And like that's mind blowing, right? Because our society is ingrained to think of it as this dirty, shameful secret, but it is your right. As long as there's no rape involved, as long as as there's consent. Sex trafficked, right? As long as you're not being being, um, you're not a child, it's consensual. Do you? I mean, we can do that, right? We have, like, the power to legislate it and turn it into a legit industry. I mean, it uh, it already is a legit shadow industry. But to give them the same, like, health and safety infrastructure that every other job that I get working at. Exactly. Yeah. Um, In Vegas, right? It's it's Vegas, yeah. and it's legal, yeah. and yeah. they have, like, healthcare, and yeah. they get regular yeah. checkups, yeah. and um, they yeah. get benefits, and all of that. Because you're not going to take it away, right? right. People aren't going to stop right. having sex. No, People aren't going to stop old, doing drugs. It's called so. the oldest profession in the world Absolutely. for a reason. It's it, it's since It's been in place since the beginning of time. It'll be here in the, uh, by the end of time. So why not empower these women by legalizing yeah. it? And, and making sure there are safeguards in place so they're not exploited, so that sex trafficking loses its power. That's what gives it its power, yeah. right? That we, like, like criminalize we criminalize it, we penalize these women. Yeah. Because it, I, I think the rhetoric has always been that it's, like, a victimless crime. Yeah. Yeah. But it really is a victim. Absolutely. When you criminalize it, it becomes... You're you're victimizing these yeah. women who've probably been victimized getting into it yeah. because they've been sex trafficked yeah. or pressured yeah. into it. But then there are, there's a whole subset of women that choose to do it. Yeah, and this is like really the only way they can make money, yeah. or this is something that they or even if it's it. not the only way they can make right. money, right? It's absolutely they're doing. right. They're totally. by it and they totally. like and they shouldn't it, be right? denied healthcare because of it, or right. they shouldn't be threatened with violence or threatened to be reported to the police right. if they don't do X Y Z for this guy. Right. I mean, it's it's basically like the like marijuana industry right you're yeah. like criminalizing it you're penalizing yeah. poor saps and then you're making people who distribute it who are actual who like run real drug cartels use the power right what's really frustrating though i think like you said it's not this is not a region centric mm-hmm. issue it spans the globe and it will continue to span the globe because it doesn't look like society's changing what's really frustrating within the framework of the South Asian community, though, is how much religion is used to justify it, right? So now we have, like, this crime bill also in Baksan that has effectively silenced everything online, and you can be fined for doing anything that the government finds to be vulgar. That can include having, like, medical conversations about sex and reproduction. If it's found to be vulgar, mm, fine and jail time, right? Which is such a riot because you think of Islam and you think about these clerics and what they do. You think about Saudi Arabia, these princes, the UAE, the kings who have hundreds of women in their harems, and that's okay, but yo, don't like this meme or don't share this joke, like because that's like, vulgar. Cra- like, like porn, which is illegal in Saudi Arabia, is, is like like there's a, a crazy rates of it being downloaded illegally on people's phones because you you sexually repress these folks, right? Totally. And then the UAE, there's like a huge uh, industry um, 
sex trafficking industry there yeah. because like you have have you ever read uh dancing girls of the horror yes yeah so that one yeah. so dancing girls of the horror follows this um prostitute and her family yeah. and her daughters and basically how just like a cycle right yeah. so now her daughters are yeah. prostitutes so she, you basically sell she was basically selling her daughter's virginity and the highest bidder was a 70 something year old yeah, yeah. uae yeah. Uh, like rich dude yeah who so they sent her on a plane to the uae he he basically raped her yeah he took Viagra and raped her for, like, hours. And she night. got, like, some ridiculous sum of money yeah. for it. Um, so, like, you know, you think of you, you think of, oh, like, palm trees and Islam and halal burgers yeah. and the Burj Abayas, and, like, yeah, and, and those. Hukal fresco, right? Yeah. Like, uh, or Saudi Arabia is supposed to be this bastion of, like, Islam. Light. And this, like, beacon of, yeah. you know. The guardians of the holy mosques. and bullshit. And I... I feel like they're probably listening to this and I'm never going to be able to go but that's, much, but like That's literally the you. sickest part of right. it, right? Yeah. Like, I would much... This is going to sound sick, but I would much rather they do all those things and just remove the religious justification yeah. from it. Because once you right. add that layer, you make it impossible for anybody to speak out because right. then you're a blasphemous whore. Right. Then you're that's somebody who needs stronger... Killed. Totally, and that's what keeps people quiet. That's why Islam is where it's at today, because we can't say shit without people being like, sister, you need to work on your face. Sister, take off that nail polish and come to... Or I'm going to honor kill you. Yeah. Or I'm going to straight up just kill you. Or straight up kill you. That's really, like... And then go to my harem, of (laughs) course. Because because I'm a man. And then go to the mosque. Yeah, because I'm a man, so that's okay. And then pray for um, and what part of that is actual Islam or religion? And like, you have like Christian fundamentals, like the like crazy sex here who like religious leaders who rape little girls. There was that ca- case like two years ago. Are like, they not as prevalent as Muslims? So like, I that's what really absolutely. I know yeah. it doesn't just happen there. Like yeah. that documentary spotlight, it made yeah. me hysterically cry. Like yeah. it's not a Muslim only problem. It's right. not an Eastern only problem. It happens everywhere. Why are we, like, why does it happen so much? I mean, us? I think we could, that's a fucking case study, right? That's several million case studies. That's a full-on dissertation there. I don't know what, I wish I had an answer. I wish I could pinpoint education, poverty, um, patriarchy, sexism. I, I wish I could pinpoint it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And I think that's what really fucks me up about Islam, and that's what keeps me away yeah 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 and how could it not right i think it's very that's a very natural reaction i have so many close friends who in the past couple years with the rise of isis have literally said like i don't know if i can identify as a muslim anymore and that doesn't mean they don't believe that doesn't mean like their spiritual level has decreased but it's just very hard to come to terms with this community that keeps letting these atrocities happen and the argument is always and i hate this argument so much but the argument is always the West created ISIS, and the West created Osama bin Laden. Right, but why even, is it so easy? Ex- even if that's the case, they did not force you into anything. Yeah. Why are you still acting in these completely sociopathic ways? You can't just always put the blame on someone else. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a problem I know, with, especially with Pakistan. It's like, it's always <laughs> an Indian agent or some kind of conspiracy, or Malala is an agent of the CIA, or like, it's never our fault it's never yeah. things that we've done and yeah. you know the policies and laws that we have in place it's never our stand-up politicians right, right exactly <laughs> or like it's never the judge's fault that this 14 year old was convicted after she'd been gang raped yeah. like 
that's, I think that's really what the problem is. We just don't want to, it's very, it's hard to be introspective, right? It's hard to like say, yes, we fucked up. Yeah. It's hard to take the blame and do something about it. And I think that's what it is. I think, I think part of it is just like, I don't want to say just like laziness, but you just don't want to accept responsibility because that means you fucked up. I think it's laziness, but I think it's also like this overwhelming just sense of where do you start, right? How do you redo however many generations of thinking? Yeah. Where do you even begin to change that? Yeah. I'm... That's where I, I, I that's where I have <laughs> no. like literally no idea because yeah. I think about it right I'm like I get so worked up about these issues and I think about them so much but then I just like complain about them and cry about them and then I stop so maybe I should think about what can actually be done I don't know uh, I mean honestly, I don't know the, like the most like absent of like shooting all the honor killers <laughs> like I don't yeah. know maybe yeah, I should be like, part of like a suicide that's squad not a, that's not a prevention thing right it's not that's a prevention, not a prevention thing. It's that's a reactive measure yeah, right totally. it's like, well, there's totally that's not gonna really no. curb any no and probably you know, would get me killed anyway right. so um I like on a very small level and this is very idealistic um but like you start with yourself right so yeah. we talk about it and then when you have kids you make sure that they are well informed and don't make shitty decisions and don't judge people on like stupid shit right yeah um and I think it's just one of those things that will hopefully come with the next generation speaking up. I think Pakistan has, like, this incredible youth, this population of youth. Do some crazy things. It's amazing, actually. But they, and and you can mobilize them. Yeah. You can mobilize them. Yeah. It's just a matter of access and tools and resources. You know what I think is really important also, and I, I may have said this on an earlier episode, I think it's really important the language that we raise our girls with um, and what we instill in them to be things of value, right? So it's human nature when you see a little baby, especially a cute little girl dressed up. You're so cute. You're so beautiful. You look like a princess. Mm -hmm. My own niece, we call her princess all the time and it's not good, right? Like I have a friend who uh, was saying how they make an active effort in her home to reinforce different behaviors with her niece right so if she does something it's hey that was really smart of you or that was really creative of you not oh my god you're so cute yeah (laughs) yeah little angel right so I I think that makes a very big difference because you instill this confidence in different things from the get and they don't even think of themselves right as just a pretty girl they think of themselves as a smart person who is just as capable as a day and the same thing for for boys right none of those boys will be boys bullshit right if your kid's like and throwing tennis jackass. There's something wrong, right? You address it. None of this, like, boys don't cry bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And telling them to, like, uh, suck up their emotions and yeah. make them emotionally, like, illiterate. Yeah. Um, you can go both ways and teaching them what consent really means. And I think there's a lot of focus on, like, no means no, but then there's also yes means yes, right? Yeah. So, like, no, like... I think a lot with, especially like sexual abuse, it's like, oh, well, she didn't say no, but you should understand cues, right? You should understand body language. Yeah. Maybe she was too scared to say no. And it's something as simple as like, is this okay? Yeah. Like, and, and that's what it is. Is it like, still yes working? Means yes. Yeah. Like if she's enthusiastic, the minute yeah. she's You don't no have to sign like a consent it, form. Yeah. Right. Which is like, things like that. Or like, and like teaching your girl to like, 
Yeah. This is, you know, you're, you don't have to take this bullshit. Yeah, you can say no. Right. And if a boy hits you, it's not because he likes you. Yeah. It's because he's a little jerk. And that <laughs> your role as a South Asian wife or Muslim wife is not only to sexually please your husband. Right. If you tired, you <laughs> could be tired. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that's, if right. this dude is really going to divorce you because you tired for two nights. Right. Then. Yeah. Good on you. Get out right. of there. Get out. Yeah. Right. He's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think those are like starting points and I see it with a lot of my friends who have kids and a lot of the rhetoric around like this kind of more woke generation yeah. and there there are and, and there are woke people at Pakistan too yeah. and they're doing good work. Yeah. It's just a matter of making sure they are one not gunned down in the streets, yeah. blown up in hospitals. Yep. That they have um, enough support behind them. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the yeah. only way. And then we're not getting we're not seeing this shit yeah. happen in our generation, but hopefully like down the line. In another lifetime, I sometimes wish I could be a Pakistani politician. I think I would commit you would have, suicide you would be within murdered. T- You'd be well, that, the second you step out of your house. But I actually might kill myself before I was murdered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but in another time, lifetime. Like, they were like, you know, you're going to get totally. assassinated. No, in another yeah. lifetime where I was a boy and I was more patient, mm-hmm. I think I would love to yeah. be a politician. Um, yeah. Just to see what can be done. I mean, you're just like, I think with Pakistan, just like political history. Yeah. It's like coup after coup. It's like yeah, kill everybody. years of institutionalized corruption. Yeah. You have to root the system yeah. up. Like you just. What's really funny is part of the cybercrime bill, they've also outlawed like accessing private information on somebody, which I get to a certain point. Like mm-hmm. you don't want hackers hacking into everything. Yeah. But uh, the chilling effect of it is also you're silencing journalists, right? So yeah. there can't be another Panama Papers right. with Nawaz's right, whole family right, right. because now it's going to be outlawed and yeah. you're going to go to jail. Um, BT so. Dubs, um, I can't tell you my source, but when Nawaz Sharif was here for the UN, yeah. uh, the, whatever they're called, yeah. um, he stayed in a $14,000 a night suite. Not even a little family. surprised. Not even a little surprised. Take this 14. The amount of money they had. <laughs> yeah. The amount of money that they had. Take, take the average of that. Yeah. Call it 17. Right. Call it 17. Um, the amount of money they have is sickening. There were elections recently in Azad Kashmir for the Legislative Assembly. Um, one of the parties that won one seat in one district spent $1.4 million. What do you do with that money? Why couldn't you put that money to roads? Azad Kashmir <laughs> does not have enough roads. Fucking infrastructure. Uh, electricity crazy that doesn't is that? go out. They don't have out. gas lines that go all the way up. Let's start there, homeboys. How crazy is that? I, anyway, off tangent. <laughs> yes, but I think we're good. I mean, we're at... I think we can do morals now. Okay. Yeah. Um... What is our moral of our story today? There's so much. Uh, Morals are stop pushing your morals on everybody. You have every right to disagree with people. You don't have any right to tell people how their living is wrong. And that goes both ways, right? That goes for liberal to conservative, conservative to liberal. Um, Live and let live. Like, if you don't agree with something, don't do it. Don't let your kids do it. Whatever it is. Like... Don't push that onto other people. You cannot murder people because you don't like their YouTube videos. You cannot murder people because you agreed to be in a cell. Oh, I forgot to mention the Malvi, who she was taking selfies with, there's talk that he might be charged with her murder. There's some talk that he, like, hired. No. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because he got kicked off that committee. It was like mad basically for him. So you cannot murder people if you actively consent to being in a selfie with them. So just slow your roll. Learn to live and let live and there's enough hate in the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, My moral of the story is I am... Um, rescinding my Pakistani citizenship. Well, I don't have citizenship, but my claim to Pakistan. <laughs> I am now Indian. So you will not join me in changing the future of Pakistan? <laughs> no, no, thanks. Stay here. <laughs> the other thing I think is really important, um, two other things, actually. Like you said, this is obviously a South Asian-focused podcast, so I know we shit on... or. We don't shit on. We don't shit on. Yeah. We just talk about issues that we bring to like, light yeah. a lot more the South Asian issues. But today, especially, is not today for yeah. sure is not South Asian, and there have been way too many instances in very recent history. Even the Robert Ailes um, yeah. scandal Roger, with Roger, Roger Ailes um, at Fox News. So this is a global problem that women unfortunately deal with, and. Will we change it ever? I don't know. Will we change it in our lifetimes? I don't know. But I think a good first step, like you said, is starting small and just focusing on what we teach our girls, what we teach yeah. ourselves, what we, what we value in ourselves. Right. And, yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I definitely fell into, like, that mind trap where, you know, I've been indoctrinated to think of, like, yeah, I'll, I'll look at the swimmer, like, uh, just the other day I was talking to Katie Ludecky swim and I was like, holy shit, she's crazy. Um crazy fast and like oh isn't that pretty like why the fuck does that matter yes don't think Yo, like you yeah. youtube and instagram bloggers are effing me up yeah. like i know it's all made up <laughs> i know it's all fake and lights and filters but sometimes right. i look at it and like why didn't my face look like yeah. that today right exactly um so i think yeah it starts small start with yourself Just start with yourself right you, you um be kind to yourself Give yourself a break. Yeah. Um, you don't need to look like an Instagram model unless you want to. Um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, teach your kids or your, like, nephews and nieces yeah. um, good things. Yeah. Um, I, had a, I had another thing that I forgot, but vote. vote. Oh, my God, election. vote. Yes. One, um, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, still be doing this after November yeah, um, when maybe Trump not. is elected. Maybe not. We might be doing this from a concentration camp. If he, if he defeats <laughs> hashtag Crooked Hills. Yeah. Um, that's terrifying. Another, yeah. another episode on that. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, please let us know. I promise we are going to start recording more regularly. Yeah. Um, and we'll do some more guest episodes as well. Sarangi actually does want a guest too. <laughs> so we'll have her on. Yes. Uh, so we'll do some more guest stuff, um, suggestions. I got some comment. Whoever, I'm going to call you out. Whoever's, whoever runs the Muppies NYC Snapchat. <laughs> I asked you who he was, and you ignored me, even though I know you read it. Um, Anyway, the request was to do more relationship stuff, so I will let Faiza run with that. Yeah, I can. As she is in a healthy, productive relationship Um, (laughs) with work. (laughs) Um, So we will get some cool stuff, but... um, As always, you can find... I forget how we end these. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, it's been so long. It so long. Um, on Twitter, I am Nisi, and on Instagram, I'm Mehak Jamil. Um, all right. <laughs> on Twitter, I am at Cold Shoulder Cat. 
I really just retweet stuff. I hardly ever, like, I don't have an original thought on Twitter. It just seems like a lot of work it's for 140 characters. Be, ni- be nice to yourself. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> a lot of, I retweet a lot of comedians and um, news articles. On Instagram, I am um, the cold shoulder cat. Um, and, oh, and then I have a blog, which I haven't posted on, of course, in a million years. But there's some other... Your post about your uncle was absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. So check thank that out, that. guys, if you haven't um, read that. And that is thecoldshouldercat.wordpress.com. I think I may have it linked somewhere on Twitter or... We'll try to find it and put it in the description. We are clearly really good (laughs) at this. this. Exactly. But thank you guys for listening, um, and we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. And, of course, um, we're always, always, always happy to hear from you guys. And happy almost Pakistan and India Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. I am no longer home. Disowned. India, (laughs) Also, maybe not even India. I think yeah. I'll just stick to America. Yeah, yeah, that's here, right? Un- until November. Until November, and then I'm going to concentration camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, or cool. Australia. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.